Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. This is Rihanna from the Speak Your Mind podcast. I hope you're well. Today's episode, we are playing you a recording of an interview that we had with a very beautiful, very blessed, very wise and caring mother of two. Her name is Ashanti Ferran Kerr. And we discuss some of our own personal experiences of young motherhood, um, how difficult it may have been to thrive during young motherhood with our own personal development. And we talk about the stigma of young parenthood and delve a bit into discussion about our experiences raising our young children. This was part of a series that I'm going to be developing called Not Your Statistic, and it's highlighting extraordinary parents that go against the grain of the status quo and Ashanti is definitely one of those individuals I'm very much looking forward to you listening to this discussion so like I said it is a pre-recording something that we recorded last year in the middle of lockdown so I hope you enjoy Thank you, first of all, for reaching. You're very welcome. Um, I'm You're welcome. So, so happy to know that I'm not the only one. I knew I wasn't the only one. <laughs> it's one of these things that, you know, you when you feel that you're all by yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Knowing that us young mums, us black young mums, are thriving more than it's being spoken about. So thank you for being a exactly. mum. You're very welcome. <laughs> Fighting against the status quo. So, Ashanti, obviously, this is our first time actually properly interacting. So, tell me a bit about yourself. Okay. Um, about me. Uh, well, I have done a little bit about young parents before when my son was younger. So, I did some magazines. Me and my mum went to the House of Commons where I got an award for. Um, you know, promoting stigma of um, young mums and things like that. Tell me a bit more about that. Basically, the hostel that I lived in, they had a, um, like a group for young mums and things like that in Dagenham. Mm -hmm. And they were trying to find speakers to speak about, you know, young mums, the, obviously the way people are thinking about young mums and trying to change the stigma basically yeah. just young mums in general um yeah. so yeah that was how I got into that so they put me forward to do like you know speeches and um kind of like magazines and stuff like that so yeah it was good it was yeah it was quite nice actually but to be fair it was so long ago I don't I didn't even remember till I was talking to my mum about it today <laughs> so how old were you when you was doing all of that and what kind of things was going on for you like in your life at that time so when I started it was when I moved I moved out so my son was about so I'm gonna say I was about 17 because he was 21 so yeah I was about 17 I don't know I think I got into it because there was a lot of stigma you know there was kind of you know people staring at you oh yeah you're just a mom on benefits council house yeah. just the standard talk that we kind of get oh yeah she's gonna have loads of kids then you know she's not really yeah. gonna do much yeah she's got a baby out so um 
where I was kind of, I was, I knew in myself that that was not what I wanted to be. I didn't want to be on benefits for the rest of my life. I didn't want to be sitting at home just having kids. No disrespect to anybody that, you know, chooses that life because everybody, you know, is different. Um, But yeah, that was not, it wasn't what I wanted to do. Like, you know, to be fair, I didn't really know what I wanted to do at 16. To be honest with you, I didn't. Because you're still a kid yourself as well. Yeah. Like, you know that you've got your whole life to explore. Yeah. Like yeah. I didn't know what I really wanted to do. To be honest, so yeah. I just knew that that wasn't going to be me, regardless yeah. of what people were saying. That wasn't going to be me anyway. So, but I didn't really. Yeah, I didn't really think about it. I didn't really think into too much depth. I think about what I was doing. I kind of just went for it sort of thing. And um, mm. I think I, I didn't come more cautious until you're in front of people that actually will scrutinize you for it. I think yeah. that's when I'd panic more, but bef- usually most of the time I was all right with it sort of thing. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think particularly what you were saying, like with the comments and the, scrutiny and the just the general assumptions I think personally I know that it made me not want to leave my house sometimes even just to go shopping I know that people are watching me me rolling down the road and then they're just going to have this assumption they don't know that in college or that I was working and I've got you know but they're just thinking benefit mum and yeah, I've taken the benefits. Obviously, you do. Like, you need to. Sometimes you everybody need to. And everybody I does. I don't. I don't um, discredit anyone for taking on benefits. Exactly. But was something that was a short-term safety net because I wanted to prepare for something more. Yeah. yeah. And at the end of the day, we're that lucky to be in a country where you know exactly. education is free. Exactly. <laughs> and you can grow. So why wouldn't you use that to grow to where you want to be so that you can then provide for your children? Um, yeah, so I I did, you know, I did a lot of courses as well. I didn't just sit and do nothing. I did a lot of training, a lot of courses because I didn't enjoy school. School was yeah. not my favorite. So yeah, I, I, I went back into education to try and better myself and get into something that I enjoy so that I can, build my career it was hard but it had to it had to be done because I was determined not to be that person at all so Um, I remember in your interview you said that you are a family support worker and that you I am now um, was it early childhood studies yes yeah so I was doing childcare first Mm -hmm. I did childcare first and I was working in private nurseries for Mm -hmm. a while yeah I did enjoy (laughs) it (laughs) Yeah, it happens. I've done the same. That's why I was like, oh, you sound like you've literally led the same life as me. <laughs> but yeah, so like, it's just, it, do you know what? It wasn't that I didn't like it. It was, I think it was because they've got a lot of young people in nurseries. And yeah. they, me personally, they haven't, uh, I don't want to sound bad, but they don't have, a lot of them are like young girls that don't have kids. So, yeah. When I had my point of view on certain things, they didn't really agree or they didn't, they disliked it and things like that. And I was like, well, I'm coming from a parent yeah. background. I'm not coming from you guys. I'm coming from a parent. So yeah. I'm seeing it from the parent side of things. Yeah. Um, and it just, it, 
you get to a point where you're stuck and that's as far as you can go in childcare sometimes. Yeah. Like in Unless you're a manager or something. There you go. Like and even yeah. then, like the benefits are not really that great. So yeah. yeah. I, I I did want to be a manager. I got the qualification for it and everything. But it just nah it weren't it weren't for me. And yeah. it, it took a lot of time away from my son and the hours were crazy and yeah. I had yeah, it was horrible. Like I had to, my mum had to have my son quite a lot so that I could go to work because the hours were just crazy. It was, yeah, uh, yeah, nah. I, and when I left, I was like, I'm not doing this again. Like it was a good experience. It was nice, but I was just like, nah, it, yeah. it's it's not for me. Yeah. And that's but, yeah. Given, given the fact that you're you're a mum as well, you'd think that working in childcare would be like the ideal dream job. Because yeah. your mum works hand in hand, you know. Yeah. I must, I've done the same thing. So I, one of my first jobs was uh, working in the nursery, and yeah. I worked there because when I had my son, I went to a place called the Young People's Project in Ilford. Do you remember that? I went there as well. Okay, so I feel like I'm. I, I recognise your face. <laughs> I thought I'm sure I recognise this girl's face. I was like, but I just don't know who she is. But because yeah, I went there as well. Yeah, um, and then they had the creche, didn't they? Yes, and I used to work in the creche because... Oh, really? Yeah, because I'd, I'd done my qualification with them. And then, hmm. because there was a lot of young mums that were there that was like, oh, I need to either have my... Like, a lot of them didn't feel comfortable enough just leaving them their kids in the nursery yeah. with mm-hmm. anyone in there. So I felt, you know what, I've got nurse, nursery nurse qualification. I will go yeah. there and the, the girls know me. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. Comfortable to even yeah. like really like how is she doing? How is he doing? And yeah. That kind of helps them because I know that for me, like if I had my son in somewhere, I felt that I need to know that he's safe and I feel like I need to know. Yeah. Him yeah. So that's part of the reason why I even worked in there and just to get some experience as well because exactly it helped me so much. Much. Yeah. Really. Really. Yeah. Really. Yeah. That project was really good. I, yeah. and that was one of the things that I actually wanted to do. Like, I wanted to have a project like that, like to support exactly. young mums. Because there's still loads of young mums now. Like, it's not like exactly. It's, <laughs> it's not gonna stop. Exactly. Because exactly. even my son the other day, like a few weeks ago, he came home telling me that one of his friends were pregnant, mm. and I was like, wow, right, okay. And I was thinking, oh, right, okay, so, like, I don't know what to say, sort of thing. I was like, oh, really? So I just acted normal. Like, it was, you know, not making a big thing about it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. And I think he must have said to her, like, oh, don't worry. My mum was a young mum. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But this thing, I feel like it would help, like, other young mums that are going through something that they are probably scared. And there's so much uncertainty about what's going on. Um, even yeah. the current climate that that we're in, I know. Yeah, in general, you don't know. Like, there's not a handbook on parenting. You know, you just got to no. wing it. Go literally, literally, literally. Yeah. And and people think when they're little, it's hard. But I think when they get older, it's even harder. Yeah, because yeah, it's even harder. I think they do. Like, and you've got to take a step back, and you go think, ah, oh, okay, kind of. All right, okay, I understand what you're saying. Okay, yeah. you've got to kind of remember. But where we're lucky is that we're not that, we we were that age not long ago, so we kind yeah. of can remember yeah. the feelings. We're not had. disconnected. Yes, 
like you know feelings we had and why we had those feelings so we can understand why when they have those feelings and those temptations and yeah. whatever we can yeah. actually have an open conversation with them because yeah we were not long ago like that <laughs> i totally agree with you and i think that's why a lot of like our generation are working with young people because they're seeing what benefits that they can give. And even when it comes to like young parents as well, I find a lot of us are involved with some sort of youth initiative or even as well, because we know that we can give them, given the fact that there's so much relatability. um, Yes. You know, I think that they they can relate to us more and they listen to us more rather than someone that's in the 60s. They're like, what do you know? Exactly. 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 Even though, to be fair, even though our children don't think we're young, our children believe we are old. My son calls me a boomer. I'm not not even from that era. (laughs) Like, like, you know, I think I did. And do you know what? I think I didn't. Like, I noticed that I was a young mum, yeah, okay. But I think it didn't really hit him more until he got older. Yeah, yeah. And he started to get taller, started to grow, and, you know, we started to walk the street together, and people be like, oh, my gosh, like, is that your mum? He, he was like, oh, my God. They'll be like to him, oh, is that your sister? He'd be like, no, yeah, it's my mum. Yeah. my <laughs> Oh, gosh. So even with that, like... Because obviously your your kids are older than my son, so my son's thirty. Yeah. You said you've got a seventeen year old, isn't it? Yeah, seventeen. Yeah, and a thirteen. My daughter's thirteen. Yeah, thirteen as well. So, what is it like when you are walking with your um your seventeen year old specifically? Like, what kind of comments are passed and describe some um, of the looks that you receive? People, I think people just honestly think that we are brother and sister. Mm. point blank they don't think we're siblings if my if i'm with my mum as well that's it they just think that we're her kids and <laughs> literally because like, i remember people would go up to my mum and be like oh your son he's so cute oh your daughter and she'd be like no that's my grandson they'd be like what i've not had it the only comments i really get is like what you've got two kids what 17 oh my gosh you don't look old enough that's how does that, that make you the, feel um i always i'm always quick with the tongue so i'm like yeah i know i'm a young mum. yeah <laughs> i feel just like that's our defense sentence. though yeah. just just yeah. finish the sentence before you even do the calculation in your head yeah. i'm just gonna let you know i was a young mum, so you don't need to calculate anything yeah you, you know it's not a shock it, it's just yeah. how it is sort of thing. yeah um but apart from that, I think it was worse when he was little than now. I think it's got okay. easier now than when he was little. When he was little, I was more cautious. I was more anxious, more kind of, and I was ang- I was angry. Yeah. I mean, I was angry that I was by myself. I had a child. I, I had a lot of anger, so I think it was difficult to deal with then than it is now. Now it's just kind of like whatever, isn't it? Seventeen yeah. years now, like, you know. It's, yeah. You know, but when he was younger, yeah, I think that was the hardest because yeah. people were looking, people were staring, and yeah, it, yeah, and even family members making their little sly comments. She got a baby. What's what she gonna do with her life now? And mm. you know, it kind of yeah, it was harder when I was younger. Yeah, but now I, I don't think it doesn't affect me as much. Well, I feel 
for me personally, I agree with you because when my son was younger, it was particularly I had a cousin that was near like we're practically the same age. She's born a day after me. And oh wow. Yeah, she she went to yeah. A before me. She she got really yeah. secondary school and all kinds yeah. of but it it got to a point where I felt that there was so much comparison. Um yeah. it it kind of restricted, it made a barrier between me and my parents because I, yeah. I wasn't enough. Even, yeah. even my child and even though I was still going to college and I was still doing what I needed, I still wasn't enough. And my son was, and I felt like that prevented them from developing a relationship with my son as well. Yeah. My dad doesn't even, my dad can't even spell my son's name right. It shows that he doesn't even see him like that because he's not been able to build up that connection. And you know what? And the thing is, that's not even a surprise. I had like um, I had an aunt. Well, it's my mum's aunt, but we went to her house because we didn't tell her I was pregnant because she's one of those aunts that would just chat your business. Like mm. the whole of the Caribbean would have known that I was pregnant if we would have mm. told her. <laughs> <laughs> I, the reason I'm laughing because I know exactly what you're talking about. So oh. um, we didn't tell her, but we went. Me, my mum, and my son. We went there. My son was baby, still probably not long ago had him. Mm. And she wouldn't let us in the house. Uh. She wouldn't let us in the house. She left us outside. How shameful is that? Like, why are you telling me? What's the Because I never told you my business. So if I would have told you, you would have been fine with it. But because I didn't tell you, there was an issue. And that's the... This, I think this is part of the problem. You see how... White young families are accepted by Get on it. Come and yeah. live with us. Oh, baby, your boyfriend can come live with us. But when Dash out on the street, go look after your people. If you can open your legs, you can go. Like, really? You know what? I was quite surprised because I remember when my dad, I first told my dad, and um, well, I wouldn't say me, but my mum. And he cussed, he must have cussed for about five minutes five ten minutes and literally he was just like cuss 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 and then he was like oh well we're gonna have a grandchild okay like the way it but it was the way it kind of switched in that moment so i'm already kind of like oh dad don't say those things and then he kind of switches it it's like right okay sort of thing so to be fair to you to be honest in regards to my parents like I don't know where I'd be without them, to be honest. Yeah. Because it was hard for them to kind of adjust to it, at which I think it would be for any parent, anyway, yeah. regardless. Yeah. Um, but when they did adjust to it, there were no issues. Like literally, they, they, both of them, they just like, they, they've got such a nice relationship with them. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't think it would happen. I can't, I can't fault my parents in that sense, you know. It did take a long time for my mum to adjust adjust to the fact she had to let me be more independent. Mm. So, for example, getting my benefits and yeah. me learning how to spend my benefits. Yeah. And it was my godmother that had to tell her, like, look, you can't be telling her what to do with her money now. Like, she's yeah. got a child, you have to kind of let her, let her do it for herself. Let her learn, yeah basically but still help Uh, because i'm still your child yeah Yeah, exactly so i think it was hard for my mum to have that balance yeah even 
having even like when I lived with my mum and dad it was hard because I'd tell him what's for doing something and they'd be like no nah, don't you I'm telling my grandson that I am don't talk to my grandson like this the undem- did you feel a little undermined yeah and I was like hold on when when I was younger this is how you spoke to me do you know what I mean and but I can't fault but then when I did move out, I think we got an understanding and we built on it. You know, it was something that we had to work on as a family, you know, have conversations and work on it. And yeah. we did end up working on it. And I think me having my son made my relationship with my parents a lot more open, especially with my really? mum. Because That's- as young, I think as young black children as well, black parents are a lot stricter. Mm-hmm. We can't have the conversations that maybe white parents, like you know, white children will have with their yeah. parents. Yeah, sex is definitely not one of those conversations. <laughs> oh, no, oh god, no. Like and that's a whole different subject as well. Listen, we're gonna tap into another subject, another. Yeah, we've kind of um, done a bit of support now. Yeah. So, oh, let's kind of tell them what the Young People's Project was about because. I think yeah. it's special that we've actually just realised we both went. I know that is just so <laughs> weird. I'll tell you, I might have left by the time that you went. I might mm. have already left. So that but, was probably why we couldn't leave. So yeah. how did you get involved with the Young People's Project? How did you know about them? What did you do there? Oh my gosh. I can't remember how I got involved, but I had my maternity classes there. So yeah. I was doing my antenatal classes there. And um it was just a place that us mums could kind of just come and just be ourselves like yeah. literally be ourselves we weren't being stereotyped yeah you know we were able to be the 16 year old the 17 year old yeah. the 18 year old have that kind of chat we, you know just sit down busting joke about just life itself yes um they had courses as well. Um, uh, and they had a lot of people that could help you to get into college, help with your benefits. And, it, yeah. you know, I just think it was such a good project in making us confident. Yeah. In the fact I love that, that. I love that. And I totally agree with you. Yeah, definitely. It made us feel that just because we had children, it didn't stop us. And we were confident in who we were and in our children and what we were doing. And I think for the project, we were great mums because of that. Definitely. Because they guided us. Yeah, particularly what you said about the courses as well. So I specifically like the Young Young Mother's Learning course. I was even going through certificates the other day and I remember seeing it. And it it was just something that I felt it gave me a bit of a push that I was able to even know more about womanhood, let alone yes. a young mum. Mum, yes. Where I could even go for support. And, you know, it had me yeah. thinking and even just allocated my mind yeah. to get the support yeah. needed it. Um, exactly. This wraparound service that, you know, even yeah. with like you said. Do you remember the, do you remember, I can't remember what it used to be called. Oh, I can't remember. But do you remember uh, the training they did where we w- would go into secondary schools and te- teach sex education? Yeah, I did it for a little while as well. Went into a couple of, and see that there helped build on confidence as well. Just getting yeah. us to go into secondary schools yeah. and to talk to the young children, the, the young kids about sex and about yeah 
conception and if you was to get pregnant this is what mm-hmm. you can do that is what's out there for you yeah. i've never heard of it like i've never seen it again and i know mm. it's not been in, i don't know if it still is in schools but that was something that was really good as well which gave yeah. a lot of the young mums i think confidence as well plus it was a little job because you got your little 20 pounds every session yeah that you did. yeah so um and you know as young mums we're coming straight from experience instead of being trained on it because there's a yeah. difference of being trained on something and actually having the experience i always believe that you can be trained to be a teacher you can be trained to do childcare, but you you don't really know until you've got one like yeah. that, <laughs> that's my belief until you've you don't really know because it's the emotional aspect, I think. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a different ball game. Yeah. It's such a different ball game. So, yeah, yeah. Project yeah. definitely is amazing. And I wish they had more of them, to be honest. Yeah. Well, definitely. I wanted to set this up because it's something that I feel that it has kind of died down. And like you said before, there are still young mums about. But I think yeah. the support yeah. has been kind of so, either so restricted back and ring that it's so difficult to access and it's yeah. specific services as well for certain yeah. or certain, certain certain life circumstances you know yeah. so like, I was looking on the do you know about the Dope Black Mums um, platform? No Okay so there's Dope Black Mums on Instagram they're absolutely amazing um, yeah. they've even done um, some events and they do okay. and things like that so I follow okay. them they're, they're totally amazing don't get me wrong but still that they're coming from a bit of an older perspective because yeah there are like 35 36 37 but at the same yeah. some of them have had their kids a bit later on in life so maybe in their life. 20s yeah mm. so not to say that they're disconnected per se yeah that us having a, a an advantage from being young mums from mm being 16, 17, mm. still able to tap into the 16, 17s that are ha- that are having their kids now. Yeah. It's different talking about it when you're a little bit older because you've, you've like, I always say, I miss my teenage years. Mm. I didn't have it. Simple yeah. as, that, like, that's it. I didn't have it. All that running around, going raving, and, yeah. like, going around with your mat. I did not get the opportunity to do that, like, literally. And I think that does mess a, a bit with your mental health, I think, as well. Because you're yeah. angry. You have resentment. You're thinking, oh, yeah. my God, what have I done? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Can't you do this? Can't you do that? And that's why some young mums may go off the rails a little bit, just yeah. because they have that resentment which is understandable because giving birth is trauma on its own oh, <laughs> i heard other people's stories because obviously that's what the young mum project was like we yeah. got to share those stories yeah Do you know what I mean? yeah and it was always exciting when someone had their babies so like, yeah. you know that was like the top thing and then you know the stories like i heard yeah. some deep stories like stitches from one end to the other story Falling out while you're walking in the hospital stories. I'm like, what? Yeah. Or not even getting to the hospital story. The hospital story. Really? Oh, gosh. Because I'm married, everyone's like, oh, you can have another one. And I'm just like, it's a touchy subject. Because I'm just like, I've got two. They're, you know, they're at a nice age now where 
I can actually now progress. I know it sounds so selfish. Like, no, it doesn't. They're old enough for you to be selfish now. Like, it's not that you're taking away from your mothering responsibilities. You're just me. in the forefront. Yeah. And like, to, to be honest, my husband's very understanding of that because he hasn't got any children. So he's very understanding of that. And I said to him, like, you know, I want us to like go on holidays and I want to do things I wasn't able to do when I was younger. Simple as that. Like, I want to explore the things that I weren't able to do when I was 16 because I missed out on that. So, yeah, yeah I agree with you. High five on that. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. And this is our time now. So, for example, you was telling me a bit about education and let's go into a bit about like personal development. Like, what is your experiences of you trying to develop yourself and kind of having that backlash even? Um, so, like I said, education wasn't great for me. I've got dyslexia, so secondary school was awful. I was, you know, yeah, it wasn't nice. I, I did my GCSEs and everything, but obviously didn't get the great grades that I could have got. Um, so I think after school, uh, hold on, that's where. I, hold on, did you get I, any help back in school? I know that. Uh, so basically, these so-called labels and everything, and the, the yeah, that's there. Yeah, so when. Oh, it just all happened so quickly. So basically, when they found out, like I said, I was angry. So, and you know, everyone in secondary school, they've, everybody's got their opinions. You know, everybody's like, oh, oh my gosh, you must be a hoe then. Yeah, and all of that. So I was called all the names under the sun. Um, and because I was so angry and I did retaliate sometimes, you know, not the best way that I should have. Um, the school thought it wasn't safe for me to be in school. So they gave me a tutor and I had to go to this centre every day and have tuition lessons, um, which was okay, but you're pregnant, you're tired, you, you, you know, like yeah. some days would be a good day, sometimes I'm just like, oh, I can't be bothered. Um, so yeah, it, it I didn't hear from school again, to be honest. I did, the last, the next time that I went into school was when I was picking up my results. So, how do you feel like looking back now? Do you feel like you was sufficiently supported by the school? No, nah, I wasn't. I don't think so. Like, I don't I know think, they gave yeah, they you gave a me tutor, but like, do you feel they got more? Yeah, I think you know they could have maybe kept kept in contact, maybe see how I was getting on, maybe you know. I literally just felt like I was kicked out of school and then that's it. I didn't go back, like literally. And that's why I, that's why another thing I say that I found difficult was friendships. Because to be fair, once I left, that's it. I didn't have no friends from school. And that that's yeah. the proof. I didn't, and yeah. I couldn't expect them to adjust to my lifestyle because they haven't got any children, yeah, you know, so. Yeah, I, literally. And I think even when I did get friends, like when I started to get friends, you know, young mums, we get friends and things like that. It still was different because my mentality was different. Yeah. So because they were, because they weren't, I don't know, because maybe I really wanted to progress and really wanted to kind of sort myself out. I, it was, I'm trying to find a way to describe it. It was kind of just like, I don't know, I, you can only, I could only, I was friends with them, but only for a certain amount of time, because then mm. it would end up fading, because mm. 
I didn't want to live that life. If you know, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Maybe that's part of the reason why you gravitated to the Young People's Project as well, because it was mm. other that were also yeah. themselves. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think that's um, particularly when, like, there's always um, comments about like, oh, you young mm. together. I think that kind of needs to be noted that we stick together for a reason. Reason. We have judgment between us. We can yeah. talk about our experiences with our, yeah. children, with our partners, or if you're single, mm-hmm. um, and like even just have some encouragement of if you do want yeah. education. One of the, so many of the young mums I know have looked after my son for me while I'm yeah. or I'm doing late night shifts. Yeah. It's like, you know what, sis, I appreciate that you're trying to do something for yourself. Think. Exactly. Exactly. And I feel like that's where a lot of my support networks and sisterhood has kind of been built. Thing. Yeah. When I left school, I I didn't really stay in contact with many people. And then I yeah. left I felt pregnant and then I came back to the area I didn't really know anyone everyone else yeah. was their own thing and it, it just so happened I bumped into my best friend that I was best friends with at school on the road mm-hmm. and then we've been inseparable since you know if I didn't have her as a really understanding friend um, yeah. around me because the same thing like what you said if you don't have your own kids you don't really know but if you have like first experience of supporting someone then I feel that yeah than nothing than just standing from afar giving your opinion at least you've yeah. deep end and you've got your hands dirty and you've tried dirty. yeah 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 I, yeah i just literally i just felt like i don't know i think even now i'm still working on kind of like friendships and stuff like that i i find it hard to kind of gravitate sometimes but i think it's media as well that plays a lot now i think as well so i find it really hard to gravitate with people i think i think maybe because like you know my whole energy is changing as well now that i'm getting older and things like that and the Mm. job that i do yeah um i find it i'm finding it a lot more harder to kind of i don't know gravitate to people so i think that's something i'm definitely working on at the moment Mm. i think yeah. And that's good that you've recognised it in yourself because I think the first step in development is acknowledgement. <laughs> and yeah. skip that step. Then like, yeah, I want to get there. And then yeah. frazzled as to how to get there and then the breakdown happens. Yeah. Acknowledge yeah. that there needs to be change, first of all. Yeah. So the other thing that I noticed that you put on the form was the single parenthood. So um I know at the moment you're married um to your partner. Yeah. For four years. Yeah. Um, yeah, four years. Well, we've been married four years, yeah. Been together 12. Mm. But I put single parenthood just because, obviously, when I was a single parent and mm. I think when I got with my partner, there was difficulties because, obviously, mm. as a mum, very protective. You've not had to answer to no one for how many years. <laughs> you know, you just do your thing, you know. Yeah. You spend your money how you want to spend your money. You deal with your kids how you want to deal with your kids. And... You're not accountable to anyone apart from your child. Yeah, you don't have to answer to nobody and that's that, you know? Um, But obviously, and I'm, one of my things is that I was very, I still am, I think, very protective over my children. Mm. Like, especially with schooling. Yeah. Because I know what I went through in school. Yeah. I'm, I'm very kind of, okay, so how was school? 
you like yeah. everything okay everything's yeah. all right and if there's any issue i'm like i'm down there in a flash of light yeah. like there's yeah. no waiting around uh, no oh, i want to speak to the teacher tomorrow i'm there flash of light yeah what's going on you know i'm very protective or if if someone's around my child and like mm, yeah she's got children i'm just like i'm I want to get out of it sort of thing or I'm at them about it or you know I was very very I was just an angry person like you know and very very protective over my children mm. and what people thought of us basically yeah you know and what they thought of him like my son and yeah definitely I was very uh, overprotective parent I would say mm. Like of what, just of what people thought of us, not of, not of like, oh, don't hurt yourself or anything like that. It was more of what people thought of us, mm. sort of thing. I was very, yeah, I think as a parent, yeah. and as a parent now, now that I'm older, I think I'm more, like I said beforehand, I'm more understanding of the situations that my mm. son goes through now, or the yeah. knife crime out now where some parents might hear it and be like well that's not going to be my son so they'll send them out there where I'm not like that because it could yeah. be anyone yeah. and uh, you know I'm, I'm more streetwise and you know I can kind of educate him on that mm. if, you, if, if you understand what I mean yeah I do so yeah. I just think I'm really, as a single parent I was really protective over my children definitely yeah. without a doubt and tell me a bit about like the juggling because as a parent you juggle anyway but as a single parent you've got double the pressure double the, like <laughs> double everything like how did you manage yeah. to when you was a single parent young like, so my mum to be fair was the one that helped me a lot mm. um to, no actually i had a childminder um because sure start we're doing young like childcare for young mums so young mums that wanted to go back into education and stuff like that they were doing free childcare. Okay. um but you just had to be in college mm. so when i was in college my son was about four months when i went to college and he had a childminder that she was absolutely amazing mm. like she her children embraced him the whole family embraced him till this day she's when she sees him she still says hello to him and things like that so that's what i got into for that um and then it was my mum like my mum and dad literally they gave me the time to be able to study they gave me the time to be able to go to college and build on my career they helped me with childcare when i was working so you know they Pick my mum would pick him up from school, keep him till I finished. Then yeah. I'd go and pick him up. You know, it was, it literally was my mum and dad, to be honest. Mm. And you know, obviously, like I said, the free childcare yeah. um, that I got as well. Um, it was hard, I think, when he got to primary school because he he didn't really get on very well at primary. So there was a lot of me having to go down to the school and things like that. Um, so I did actually quit my job mm. at one point to concentrate on him. My son was just having a hard time and I didn't understand why it was he was finding it so hard at school, but he was fine at home. Mm. Like, so I was thinking, why is he finding it so difficult at school and at home? And to be fair, I don't think I ever gathered I don't mm. think I ever knew why he was... I think I knew why. I think it was because, obviously, um, 
me and my daughter's dad, we had just broken up and things like that. So I think the effects of that yeah. might have affected his behaviour at school, but he didn't know that and I didn't know that. So, yeah. um, but the head is that, teacher- Is that a realisation you have now in reflection? Yes. Yeah, in reflection of it, I think that was what it was because the home life was changing. Yeah. It, it might have made him a bit anxious. Yeah. So obviously, and he's not letting it out at home, he's more letting it out at school. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then I had to literally, I had to quit my job. And I was just like, I'm doing this because I need to concentrate on my son. Cause it's all good and well. I can go make that money, this, that and the other. But at the end of the day, if he's not developing the way that I want him to or progressing the way that I want him to, then mm. I, haven't, I haven't done anything great. Yeah. And so I, I quit my job. I think I was out of work for about a year, just making sure he was settled in school, he was okay in school, and I was back at work. As soon as everything was settled, I was yeah. back at work. And yeah, it. I, do you know what? To be fair, we don't think about how hard it was to juggle. We just done it. Yeah. That's why I can't really say, mm, oh, yeah, it was mad hard. Yeah. I just did it. Yeah. So I, I had to do it, and that's. Because if you didn't do it, who's gonna do it? We know. So I, I can't. I, yeah, I, I can't really be like, oh my god, it was so hard. I can't. It, it, it was hard, but I didn't feel it when I was in that moment. Yeah, because you just got to keep the momentum up. Like you didn't say, yeah, I'm gonna have my child and I'm gonna, you know, be a single parent. That's what I want. I don't think yeah. people choose to be single parents. There you go. It just you happened. Find yourself like, in circumstances, but you have to keep going because. You've got someone you have to look after. Uh, Yeah, and I just kind of, yeah, there was times I cried and I broke down because I was like, oh, I can't do this, man. This is long, like, I really can't do it. But we all go through that, even as older, like, Mm. adults. We go through that. So I can't even say, like, oh, you know, I cried and I cried nightly and everything, like, because I don't, I just think I just got on with it. And I think that's what helped us being so young. We just got on with it. Yeah, we bounced back really easily. (laughs) We bounced back. Like, literally, like, everything we bounced back. Giving birth, body bounced back. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me. Okay. Didn't happen the second time round, but (laughs) first time round, we bounced back. It was just, literally, we just got on with it. And like I said, I really do think it was... I think it just boils down to the project, you know, mm. when I actually think about it. Because that project made us feel confident enough to go yeah. out there and do whatever issues we had. Yeah. It's like it planted a seed to know yeah. to be more. Exactly. And it Love was it. just... and Yeah. And I think they got us on the track of yeah. building our careers. And I really do believe they helped push me into going back into education because so education good. was always a fair for me yeah education was a fair for me yeah. like I, anything to do with education i was like nah i'm not doing it like yeah. i'm never going back to school i'm not doing it so did you see the courses at the young people's project as education yes yeah but just in for a me. different way just in a different way yeah, yeah. It's more manageable yeah. for you. It's more comfortable. And yeah. not always a classroom setting is for everyone. Exactly. And that's what I found with my son as well. Classroom settings 
well, I think was a little bit different for him as well. And because he's quite a bouncy child as well, like he likes to sing, he likes to dance, he likes moving around and all the rest of it. Being in a class kind of restricted him as well. So, yeah, Just get I definitely again as the destructive child. <laughs> and that's what happened because when he went to secondary school, that they already had that. Yeah, they already had yeah. that. He's already so, got this stigma attached to him from primary yeah. school. Just from right. a bit creative and eclectic. Yes. And then obviously now, when I walk into the playground, it's like, uh, that's why he's like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's why he's like that. I had, I had a head teacher who went to me because I was eating porridge on the bus. She went to me. I walked my daughter to the gate. She went to me. Oh, is that what you gave her for breakfast? I just thought, what? She's like, is that what you gave her for breakfast? I said, one, that's not what I gave her for breakfast. And so what if I did? It's porridge. Yeah, it's so breakfast. What if I <laughs> <laughs> like I see kids walking past me with a chocolate bar in their hand and you haven't said exactly. nothing to them. Well, it was okay to address me. Yeah. So clearly to her, she felt I was a little girl and she had to dress me about my parenting. Mm. So my retaliation to that was, mum, you need to deal with this head teacher. I just went to my mum, I was like, look, I can't. Because there was uh, literally no word of a lie since getting married. That's the only time I started to calm down. Um, And that's not even a word of a lie because I know that I have to sort of thing. Where before, I'm telling you, I was like a rocket. Mm. anything that I felt was against me or my children I was off like a shot yeah. like literally I would just blow up yeah. so education for education as I got older and from the project definitely helped because mm. mm. they got me onto my IT course in college as well they helped me apply helped me mm. get on the course and from then to be fair I didn't turn back to the project because I was that was it I was good to go yeah. I was literally good to go Sometimes you just need to take the tools and the gems from places and people and build up from Stop knowing that, you know, that's where you you got your essence from. Yeah, definitely. Young Parents Project all the way, definitely. So before we wrap up, um, Mm -hmm. can you tell me three of your biggest achievements of when you was a young parent? Doing my degree. Yeah. Even though that wasn't when I was young, young, but just doing I'm now 33 so I don't know degree my degree now it's probably about four years ago now four or five years ago so okay my degree think of it like this hold on you've been saying this whole time that education has been an issue and you're saying "Mm, is my degree a big achievement (laughs) yeah it is (laughs) hell yes it is I know right yeah my degree I'd say (laughs) So well done. Big up your chest and say it with your chest. Yeah. So yeah, my degree. Um yeah. a lot of things that my children have achieved mm. makes me feel like I've achieved something. Mm. So um both both my children have won Jack Petrie Awards. Lovely. Um yeah, and they're doing a lot of things like my son's doing a lot of things in the community. I don't know, I don't know if you've seen any of them, but they're like the East London posters, youth leaders. So okay. he was one of the, he was on one of the posters, youth nice. leaders. Send it to me, please. I'll send it to you, yeah. And also I am proud of 
where I've got to now with my family, my husband and my family. They are the three things that I'm very, very proud of. Oh, that, you know, it's learned around. <laughs> no, seriously, like sometimes, I, and this is why I was a bit nervous about recording, because I'm just a baby, I cry all the time. Just cry if you want to cry, girl. No, but this is actually the first time I've spoken about it and not cried. So mm. for me, the fact that I'm talking about it and not crying, for me is a good thing, because it, that means it's not hurting me anymore. Yeah, you've healed from what hurt you. Yes. And heal from what hurt. Yeah, there you go. But I want to say thank you so much. Really, thank you so much. Because I have wanted to talk about it. I have really been nervous about it. Even just the going live part. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to go live. What if someone sees me and they're like, mm, yeah, that girl's going to be... You know, you just... Ugh. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. You always still have that fear of stigma at some point. But do you know what? That's that you've decided to go forward and do it anyway. That's why I said in the... Be scared and do it anyway because that's where you get the self-esteem built up in you you get the confidence actually truth behind your, your voice your story so this is your yeah story. don't let anyone tell you that it's not this is your yeah it's true and it's they true. need to see it through your eyes yeah it's true it's true it's definitely true i just i'm just like i said i'm just happy that i where i am now because mm. When I was where I was, I didn't think I'd get where I am now. Yeah. And that's the God's honest truth. I really did not think I would be where I am today. And today I'm very happy with where I am. I know this whole quarantine's going on, but it's really made me be thankful. Yeah, because I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you. I'm just, I'm so thankful. Cause even this coming up, I was like, Do you know what? This is an opportunity for me to meet new people. Yeah. You know, I don't know who I'm going to meet. I don't know yeah. what friendships that I might grow into and everything, yeah. because, you know, like I said, a lot has changed since I got married. So, uh, you know, I don't know who I'm going to meet, yeah. you know, and I, I'm just ready for the next step. I'm ready for it. Lovely. I'm ready for it. We climbing, so girl. We climbing. We climbing. <laughs> share, yeah. share, 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 share. Yeah. And I'll share you some stuff um, of my son and the yeah. youth dance that I do volunteering in as well, because yeah. I just feel that I should be involved in everything my children are doing. I should yes. be involved to push them, because yes. young people can sway sometimes. They need yeah. that extra little push. So yeah, 100%. definitely. 100%. 100%. Yeah. This...